Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. The podcast that passes the reverse Bechdel test every single time. Yes. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as hypersegmented neutrophils and dispensers gifts. So I'll try to temporize my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. London, I have a secret. Do you want to know? Or, no, you should guess. You should guess. Guess. Okay. Um, so the last time you had a secret, uh huh. it was arson. Sure. But that's not this time. If, that's what, if, you're, ma- if you're making the same guess, it's not this time. Okay. And you have had a hobby lately of... The elements, you, you're into elemental stuff. Uh-huh. So you went through the fire, and I'm assuming you flooded my house again. It's, it's water. Yeah, but that wouldn't be a secret. I would tell you that immediately. I would call you and say, hey, I'm flooding your house. That's Yeah, and it would be the next TikTok trend, yeah. So keep going. Guess, guess, guess. Uh, okay. Uh, fire, water, earth. Uh, you, you cause an earthquake or, I guess, uh, an avalanche of uh, debris. On, onto my house. I know my house is going to be the target in this, whatever it is. How can you not guess this? I'm so shocked you can't guess this. Yeah, no, no. I feel like a shit wind. Because there is a book about this involving a, a wolf and some piggies. Um, did you read that book again recently? I know you were on a rereading spree for your uh, scholastics. I'm, I'm halfway through, so don't spoil anything. I'm about, I'm going, I'm going to finish it today. I'm going to finish it. But no, no, nothing to do with wind. None of that. Okay, well, that's that's most of the elements I know. Uh, surprise, I guess. So I guess, is, is that what you're going to give me now, a, su- a surprise? Wait, you think the elements are, are earth, wind, fire, and surprise? Water, also, yes. Water, and also, and then the fifth one is surprise. Yeah, the element of surprise, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, you will, you'll be surprised by this, I guess I would say, but that's not the intention. Well, it's the intention that I'm revealing a surprise to you, a secret to you, but it's... So I feel like I guessed it then. And maybe an umbrella sense, but you didn't guess... Okay, okay. Do you, just Should I just me. say it? Yeah, should, just should I just say, say it. it. Yeah. I ran over your dad with a four-wheeler. I am surprised! Yeah. Just a four-wheeler? Just a four-wheeler. He's fine. I mean, he's in the hospital, but he's fine. Yeah, no, he's... He's, he's alive. Like, it's not his first time, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, what... I mean, was it a fairly big... Well, how much did you pay up for the four-wheeler? I know you're talking about getting an upgrade. Uh, yeah, so I, I went on Facebook Marketplace, and I found a guy who was having an affair on his wife, and I was able to blackmail him into giving me the four-wheeler. So free. Yeah. Which... By the way, this is also how you do your grocery shopping. This is how you do most of your shopping. Is Facebook Marketplace is so good. It's great. Yeah. And you usually 
do ruin a marriage in the process of getting your groceries or I didn't ruin the marriage. They ruined the marriage by cheating. In this case. I yes. am just using this opportunity to, yes, get groceries, get a four-wheeler, my car, uh blankets. Jet ski. You don't live near a lake, but now you have a jet ski sitting on the curb. Yes. So I can't find it. I don't remember where I put it. Okay. So But anyway, your dad does want you to visit him at the hospital. You should probably do that. But surprise, that's my secret. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Wow. Working your way through every element. So uh, we have a sponsor today. It's Caldera Lab. We all know that first impressions matter. But if you're not taking care of your skin, um, that the bad skin is going to be what someone notices. I use Caldera Lab. I use their products. Uh, they create high-performance men's skincare products, and the regimen leads off their product lineup. It's a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. The skincare world is, uh, it's been heavily female-driven, and so this is a bit more marketed towards men. Uh, and that's because, well, I know as a guy, I, I don't always know, um, like, what's, I don't know the best product necessarily. You know, I can, I, only through research, but um, fortunately, these are clinically proven products. So the Caldera Lab, uh, they have the regiment, which includes three products, the Clean Slate, the Base Layer, and the Good. Uh, so the Clean Slate starts and ends your day. This face wash leaves all skin types refreshed. The Base Layer is your daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence. And, 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 okay, and you might be thinking here, he's floundering, where's Cameron? Because Cameron normally helps to make all these things relatable. Cameron. Uh, he, he's a little bit preoccupied because he has a job interview. Um, he's kind of going to, for right now, he's actually trying to just dress for the job he wants, which is to be, you know, the Sphinx, uh, which of course is a traditionally female oriented role. But, uh, he, you know, he's like, like, I get that down with the patriarchy. That is what he chants, but he is trying to change things up, um, and, and get this new job. And like, you know, he said like the benefits are really good uh and it's in thebes which i didn't i like i don't even know where that is but uh he's pretty excited for the the, for the international aspect of the work he likes to travel he's busy with that and so this it's on me to to kind of get this stuff across the third part of the regiment is the good it's your go-to multifunctional serum at night that helps your skin look tighter and smoother as well as to help reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines um, it's got a lot of antioxidants, uh, 3.4 million antioxidant units to protect your skin. It's great. And sorry, one, one point that um, Cameron did want me to bring up, uh, he wanted me to read off a list of a few riddles because that's, that's part of the job of the Finks is you have to tell riddles. So he just wanted me to test some out uh, before the job interview. So just going to run through a few of those. First riddle. Um, okay. It's toothpick, water pick, ice pick. One of these is bad for your teeth. So that's the first riddle. Uh, hopefully it's to your liking. Okay, uh, the, the next one after the regiment we covered that, uh, is the Caldera Lab Icon Eye Serum. It addresses the three most common skin concerns around the eye, which is fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. Okay, uh, Caldera Lab is the leader in men's skincare made only with top-tier ingredients, and clinical trials have found that 94% of men's skin showed an overall younger-looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. Once again, like I said, I, as, as a guy, I like, didn't know where to look exactly, and it really was helpful to see, okay, they have, they've really done clinical testing. Like They asked these people, what, how, how did this affect you? And, some, and it wasn't 100%, so 
which to me in science, 100% suspicious, but 94%, that makes, okay, yeah. Um, and one minute, uh, morning and night is all it takes to reduce your wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Uh, and we'll just, sorry, Cameron wanted me to ask one more riddle, okay? And just, once again, this is to help him for this job interview he's got coming up. It's kind of a big deal for him. He's hoping to get out of this, as he calls it, the sleazy podcast game, which I don't, I don't think describes us accurately, but that's, that's his feeling. So the second riddle, popcorn, candy corn, Capricorn. One of these is very bad for you. Now, and what, I, by the way, I don't necessarily agree with whatever his take is on these. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what answer is right, but I, I, there you have it. For our audience, we have an exclusive offer, and this is uh, their best offer available uh, for our audience. Anywhere, use uh, jockdoc at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. So get 20% off with code jockdoc at calderalab.com and make unforgettable first impressions that lead to the charming words, you look younger. Uh, 20% off at calderalab with code jockdoc. So that's our sponsor today. Also with us is Did You Know in the House? tells me that we can expect a special guest i did not tell you that we have a guest but to say it's a special guest i don't know okay so my dad texted me that you told him about the guest but yeah that was just to make him feel better because he's you know kind of on death's door with the four-wheel accident and everything it's yeah when we say he's fine he's like he's being fined by the city for the obstruction that he caused yeah by his mangled corpse. Well, not corpse yet. It's not a corpse. It's just like really close. It's right there. Yeah. 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 But I would like to move on here to uh, today's medical topic, Tourette syndrome. So Tourette syndrome is an idiopathic disorder, which means we don't know what causes it. Uh, and it consists of vocal tics, grunts, croprolalia, which is obscene language. Uh, you may have heard, you know, some, some parodies of this where people... Uh, 
will use uh, uh, cuss words, profanities, um, for fun, but this is actually a real disorder where that happens and people do suffer from it. Uh, patients with Tourette's syndrome can also have motor tics such as sniffing, blinking, and frowning, and obsessive compulsive behavior. There are no specific diagnostic tests for it, but uh, treatment is with uh, flyphenazine, uh, clonazepam, pimozide, and other neuroleptic medications. Um, so methylphenidate and ADHD treatments are actually, they're intrinsic to Tourette management. Uh, and just to reiterate what you were saying, yes, there have been like parodies on TV of it. Um, and yes, this does mean that everything on South Park is real. This is something that I, I feel like a lot of people don't understand. But yes, like Mr. Hankey's real, Tally's real, Butters is real. These are all real beings. The show is a cartoon. Like people are drawing it, but it's it's it's, based it's on, all based yeah, on reality. real stuff. Yeah. yeah, I guess we should. Yeah, uh, because there was in my mind the the episode in which Cartman does, of course. Carbon is faking Tourette's syndrome, and he he really did that, and he did get in trouble for that. He got grounded mm -hmm. by his mom. And uh, we should also go ahead and mention there, uh, Towley, once again, very real, uh, very technologically advanced towel that happens in real life, and we live in this age of sort of high-tech stuff that we dismiss casually, but you do, it, it's just important to, to bear in mind the origins and how these things will undoubtedly interact in our personal um, and daily relationships. Well, it's, I mean, it's just one of those things that people don't really take seriously because they do see it on TV and they're like, oh, it's TV. But no, there was a point where Cartman, who's a real guy, um, was telling people, you have to respect my authority. And that, unfortunately, that was a really long time ago. He definitely stopped doing that within like a year or two of the show starting because it, he was just getting too famous for it and people were bothering him on the street about it and stuff. But yes, I mean, that happened. Yes. Just like Tourette's is real, Cartman saying, respect my authority is real. It's the same thing. And I guess, yeah, if we want to just throw out another one of these examples, there was also a time when Cartman in real life tricked a guy into shooting his own parents and then later fed that same person um, the chopped up bodies in the form of a chili uh, contest winning chili soup. Anyway, um, so he hello there to, to uh, our guest. Uh, my name is Dr. LennonSmith.com and this is our producer Cameron. What was your name? Hey, Dr. Smith. Hey, producer Cameron. Um, my name is Chris. Such a pleasure to be on your show. Uh, long time caller, first time listener. Uh, just such a pleasure to be on. And for the just social media purposes, how do you spell that? Chris? Um, Q-H-R-Y-S-S-S. -S -S. Oh, I only put two S's. Now, okay, there's the third one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me... How many dollar signs is that spelled with? Uh, it's one at the end. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to... We, we do a lot of the press prep beforehand, so we're going to have to go back and change a lot of the signage and the billboards. Um, so for, for those who don't know about you, uh, you're kind of a celebrated author, correct? I have recently released my newest uh, health, lifestyle, diet, wellness book. Uh, you can pick it up on bookshelves or in ebook, wherever fine books are made. Uh, the title is Salt, Fat, Acid, Meat. Oh, Audible audiobook? Can I listen to it? Of course you can listen to it on Audible. 
who did the voiceover? Was it you? Did AI do it? You could just say it. Yeah. You got AI to do it? We're not going to be mad. We're not, we're not like these WGA, like, SAG types who are like, oh, AI is so bad. Like, I'm, I'm like, so close to automating Dr. London here. Well, it's so interesting about ChatGPT4. As interesting as it, as it is, swear by two. I, I keep it retro. And I, I can't get enough. Right, yeah. You, it's like a throwback. Like, I remember as a kid, chat GPT-2, you know what I mean? Like, just growing up, and it's like, oh, and now all these people are chat GPT-4. And it's like, it's this, it's Zoomers, it's Gen Z, oh, four. Yeah, it's something about, it's something about those old graphics, um, the way it puts, the way it puts auto, the way it prompts erotica. There's something about it. It feels like it feels cozy. It feels like home. It's just that's yeah, a throwback. And so, so it it read your book. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I yeah. Like, well, I, I, once again, we're not trying to be critical of it. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, there there are ways to get things done, and you don't have necessarily. I assume you don't have all the time in the day to read your own book out loud. No, of course not. Who in this workaday world of us? No, of course not. The so I hacked it together in oh we're gonna say like four hours or so. You feed it through to Chat GPT, Chat GPT two. Sure, sure. And you, if you're feeling so inclined, you hire somebody to take an editing pass. Oh, is is this for the actual writing, or is this for the spoken portion, or is this both? This is like it's the actual writing. Like it, it does sort of seem like your book. You sort of just wrote into Chat GPT two, like, "Hey, write a book for me." If you're the person who has the wisdom to share, I've had this. I've had this long health journey, and I wanted to share how I how I overcame my health issues. I'm the one with the wisdom, so I'm the one who wrote the book. ChatGPT didn't write the book. Is I just put it into ChatGPT, and then and then I had a book. Oh. And then that's how you I wrote know the what? book. That makes sense. That's fair. What? So your health journey? Let's talk about that. Like, what? What? What are we talking about here? Well, I'm so glad you asked, producer Cameron. Um, so this would have been back in 2008 or so. I received. I received. Okay. Well, sorry, sorry. Let me put myself there. 2008. Okay, so. Um, red jumpsuit apparatus was a band that people knew back then. Um, and the plain white tees. Okay, two thousand eight. Is that is that when uh the Dark Knight came out? Yeah, it was it was that year. Okay, okay, okay. Dark Knight. You're there. Okay, okay, okay. okay. The there. year was two thousand eight when I received. I'm sorry, I, I have another. Oh, please. Also to add, uh, we've got the beat that ain't oh eight. I believe is a lyric from that time period from the Black Eyed Peas. Uh. That's where my uh, yeah. mind goes. I don't want to get into this too deep, but that that song technically came out in 2009. The you're talking about Boom Boom Pow, and um, that came out a year after. But for some reason, they referenced 2008 in the song. I don't know why either. Well, maybe that's... it's because by the time you listen to it, it wouldn't have been oh wait anymore. Yes, and so, so that's... that's why it's like 2000 late. Is that yeah? Yeah. Okay, so I think we got it. Um, and that's Will I Am Fergie, Apple D app, and the other guy. There's the there's another the late guy. aughts. Yeah, this the the super bands of the late aughts were playing. We were 
we were marching to see Heath Ledger's breakout performance in The Dark Knight. And that's when I received the most devastating diagnosis of my entire life. I was diagnosed with a crippling case of stanky leg. Oh, wow. That was going around a lot back then. It was like swine flu and stanky leg. I thought I had it a few times, but everyone let me know that I did not have it. Like they, I, they were so emphatic that no, you're that's that's not it. That's definitely not it. But I, when I thought I was exhibiting the symptoms, but uh, you had it. I had it, and uh, you know, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't live. I my, my you know, I was heading for a breakdown, Doctor Smith. I said to myself, "What's gonna get me out of this?" At the time. I was living across the street from this really wonderful steak restaurant. And that's when it hit me. I'm going to eat a lot of meat. The protein, the vitamins, the neutraminos all counteracted my, my horrible condition. And my book, that's what my book's all about. It's all about my journey. Like, what are the symptoms of stanky leg? Like, what can people look out for? Our listeners, can, can they look out for it's a condition that presents itself in a lot of diverse ways. Um, there's, you know, there's uh, seepages. In my case, it was, um, I, I, see, and this, this, a lot of the book was like this as well. I'm sorry, this is very difficult for me. You understand? No, no, no. It's there were several blank pages. No, no, I understand. We're we're talking about a very serious subject. And there were a couple of blank pages in your book, yeah, like London was saying. When when it got to describing the pathology, I was so I was so cho- I got I got choked up. I it it conveyed that. Yeah, uh like especially a few pages later and then says sorry about that. I got choked up is how the text reads as well. That's why to me, for me, that's why ChatGPT is such a such a remarkable tool for these because, you know, I, I'm a lot of things, but conveying the raw emotionality of what what I've been going through, this my personal my personal hell, it it was such a challenge, and this truly truly captured where I where I was. Those blank pages, those were my those were my my Vietnam. It's a real example of show don't tell. Just blank. Exactly. Well, I I think it's important for our audience to hear this because, like, you're not going to know what other people are struggling with. You know what I mean? Like, you walk through the mall and you assume that everyone's doing good, but it's like, she might have stanky leg. He might have stanky leg. That kid probably has stanky leg. But you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah, you never never want to judge. The importance of... The importance of empathy and just caring about other people, especially other people who have stanky leg. I mean, that's... You know, if you see somebody at the supermarket and they've just uh, taken out, what they've unpacked a freeze pack of uh, chicken and they're just popping it into their mouth in the butcher section, like a, like a grape, you can't judge what that person's going through. No, absolutely. You have not. no idea. Is it... I'm sorry, that, that sounds a little bit more specific. Do you... Do you and like, I don't, I don't think I have any problem with it. But do you often go to the grocery store and just eat food from the, uh, I guess th- this, you know, the whatever cooked food section, ready-made food? Oh, no, no, no. The, the diet is exclusively raw. Okay. 
and but you have to make sure it's good I, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see so it's like trying one grape out of the bunch exactly yeah. the store but for you it's you slice off a the a flank of beef or something yeah what what is the diet exactly it's just any raw meat or is it are there more specifics to it pretty much exclusively raw meat science has proven that there's something about the cooking process that um destroys it destroys everything you need to fortify your x zone once again in your chapter about the x zone yeah if you could just expand on what that is because like the the book i'll say like I felt like it went through a few blank spots there as well in terms of the dis- the actual description. Sure. Um, all right. So here's what you do. You trace a line from your lower ulnar region all the way up to your... Um, the th- So what you do, on the more uh, south southerly, southerly part, of your mandible. Okay, and I guess I'll, I'll explain to the listeners. So the ulna is, is a bone in the arm, but you also, you'd, you'd call it regionally as well. You get the radial side and the ulnar side. So the ulnar would be if you held your hands in uh, you know anatomic position, that's palms facing forward. Uh, and then it's the part that's closer to the midline would be the ulna bone and the ulnar region. Um, That's right. You t- when you take these, when you take that region, you take it, you cross your torso. Okay, so you, right? you cross your arms. So you have kind of, so yeah, so you have kind of an X. It kind of makes kind of an X shape. Okay. And you know, what a lot, a lot of the time, a lot of the time, what they'll do, what they do, what they don't teach you, is these everything, everything in that whole zone. You know, doctors won't tell you this is that it's woefully. You know, you need the protein. It's woefully lacking in bone meal. You need all kinds of nutriment to to strengthen that area. That's where uh, so many so many toxins will sleep will steep into your body through that zone. The chest and is that just to clarify? It- well, like not 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 just the chest. No, not just not just the chest. Because you you like you you cross when you cross your when you cross your arms like that. It's kind of the whole that whole area, you know. Uh, and- Doctor London is trying to distract from the fact that you said this is something doctors won't tell you because I doctors they're like they're it's a cult. They're they have all of these secrets that they're not allowed to tell. Uh, can I? Well, can I defend myself for a second here? No. Okay. Part of the issue is that, and my people don't really seem to think this, you talk about walk through the mall, have some empathy. A lot of doctors have speech impediments when it comes to this stuff. We, we can't, doctors won't tell you because they can't physically. Uh, they want to tell you um, that, yeah, whenever you cross your arms over your torso, that that forms the X zone and... Uh, that there are a lot of nutriments that you can't access unless you eat a uh, heavy, heavy, raw, potentially salmonella-infested diet. Like, sure. But we can't say that. Yeah. And when you asked just a moment ago, can I defend myself, what did I say? I can't remember. What did I say? And yet, that's what you've done for the last, like, 30 seconds. That's very interesting. Well, producer okay, Cameron, I guess, yeah. something I'm really intrigued by 
is when you say that you can't, where does that speech impediment come from for doctors? This is a question to me. I mean, the reality is I don't know anything about the doctor world because they are so cagey about details because it's secrets. It's all secrets, secrets, secrets with them. Well, let's not call them secrets. Let's, let's not. That's kind of digging in too much. I have gone to 10 different doctors this year, Dr. London, and asking the same question, the same medical question that should be easy. Where are my keys? I cannot find my keys. Where are they? And every single doctor says the same thing. Oh, I don't know. And I, and, th- and that's 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 you guys withholding information because it's like a power trip to you guys. It's gaslighting. It's gaslighting. Because, <sighs> like, see, this is exactly the kind of thing that I refer to when I'm talking about toxins. This is what you have to fortify your X zone against. Yeah, I, and I've tried now. I. Uh, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to break down a few of the the doctor walls that I put up normally. Okay, I I'd say that if you attached your keys to your X zone, like got a lanyard, put your keys on the lanyard, it'd be easier to keep track of your keys. Uh, if if they were your keys, but I would say I don't think that the keys you're talking about belong to you. I think that's someone else's car usually. And the X zone is the penis, right? We're dancing around it, but like we can. That, like, it does include. It does include it. that. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's part of it. Okay. 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 Now I've got a better picture. It's just yeah. a larger. Yeah. Just a goes lower down, but it's still the chest too. Correct. Yeah. Uh, it includes the chest. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. So a long lanyard, whatever you know. I mean, that's fair. I should. I. I get what you're saying. Like, it's my fault that I can't find my keys. But also, why? Why is this the first time I'm hearing this? Why is every other doctor just? Well, it's said, because oh. normally, like, it is a stolen car. It's secrets, secrets and lies, and it's a stolen car. Yeah, you're a first time guest, but just so you know, I hate Doctor London. He is my mortal enemy. I am trying to essentially um, destroy the medical industry from the inside. And Cameron has recording equipment so that's that's why he's here because i okay so this is this yes. is like a sting operation no it's it's just a recording studio it's, um yeah i mean a blackmail operation for sure i have a lot of dirt on dr london that you know he doesn't want out there and to be clear dr smith this is not a voluntary recording situation you're are you here well, under duress it's, or? it's so hard to distinguish at this point what is duress and what is just uh being alive you know in this capitalist society and this cancel culture do you mind if i go off for a little bit about cancel culture yeah go yeah. off on cancel okay. culture please yeah. please this is a huge part of yeah, my that's what we we've talked about this a lot our podcast is both a medical podcast and also a cancel culture just like truth podcast sort of like joe rogan but even like more truthful you know what i mean yeah, absolutely. That's why mine, it's, my book is like 20% raw meat, and then the rest is just polemics I, against liberals. Yeah. Which, like, I, so I couldn't put it down. I should say that now. Like, I loved the book once it got past the, the medical stuff and just started going off on the, because so many of these, you know, they keep trying to cancel these celebrities. Like, uh, there's, this, um, there's this guy who's like sort of the ultimate funny guy. 
and like, and you go on about it in your book. Like he's sure, and yeah, I mean, you you yeah. can't tell jokes anymore. And he's like, simple as that. His guy, uh, his name's John Wayne Gacy, and like every he's he's a clown. He's like the funniest thing you can be, and everyone's getting on to him about it. Like, like I guess he tweeted. Some, I don't know. It was before t- tweeting was a thing. I think so. Like maybe he just said something bad somewhere. You know, it's the same. It's the same bullshit every time. A guy makes one one mistake. He makes one mistake, and suddenly he can't he can't be a clown anymore. He can't do. He can't. He can't live his and life. Just, like it's just to me. And like I haven't like researched him a lot. Like I could tell in your book also that you hadn't. Um. So like I, like I get. Yeah, it was in the book quite a bit. John yeah. Casey stuff was was a big like, part of the book. Like we're all kind of fumbling because we won't we don't want to go and read about it because that that'll give more attention to the liberal whatever. Well, you're what are you are you going to believe what the media yeah, says? The guy, Come on. Um, the guy said something wrong. He probably said something that at the time might have even been okay, but later on it comes back to bite you kind of thing. Like culture changes and he adapted with the culture but he still had said this thing and someone printed it you know um i assume that that's what happened with that guy uh well it's not far off from what happened to me i mean dr mm-hmm. london knows this but you know the queen of england she passed away last year and it is because i i killed i, I murdered her but it was the, it was justified like we she we were playing poker and she like she looked at my cards like she cheated and so, of course, I killed the queen. It's not that big of a deal. And I was canceled. People were so mad at me on Twitter. Um, that was it. That's the only consequences. People were mad at me on Twitter. Nothing else happened. But that was so bad. Yeah, how did the... when uh, After you were canceled on Twitter, how did the GoFundMe that people started for you uh, go? How did that... It made $600,000 or so. Like, okay. not so, a ton. Not, like, an amazing amount. But, like, well, 600000 it makes up for it a little bit. Yeah. Well, and, of course, you know, I was given a bunch of jobs. And I have a, uh, I was given $100 million by Netflix for my comedy special. Just the typical things that happen when you're canceled. But, like, people were so mad on Twitter. It's like you can't talk. You know, they, you can't. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say anymore. And nobody will give you a stage or an audience. And it's it's not acceptable. You literally, you literally, so many things from the past you couldn't make today. Mash, Cheers, you couldn't make those today because they're just so out there and edgy, and they would it would yeah. get me canceled. Inception, you couldn't make that. I used to love Futurama. I used to love Futurama, and then it was canceled, and it's just gone. They could never make that today. You could not make Grand Budapest Hotel today at all. You know what I mean? Like, it was just so, like, on the edge. Guys, this is getting depressing, honestly. Like, But let's get back to the book. I want to hear a bit more about, well, I mean, not even the book, but the diet. Like, have there been any, like, downsides to this all-meat, all-raw-meat diet? You know, there was was an adjustment period, and um, I had a few teeth fall out. Sure, sure, normal. But, you know, so it's it's so important to stay positive, Cameron. And, you know, outlook is everything. That's what I say. And it's actually, in a lot of cases, made it quite a bit easier to to eat the meat. Okay, yeah, just to get it down. Yeah, were I was losing I was losing uh, I was losing excess teeth. Yeah, you didn't need them. Like they just weren't necessary. So it's really just about getting your body into the place it should be. 
less teeth, um, different weight than you are currently, all of these sort of yeah. things. Exactly. I'm finally, I'm finally optimized. I'm optimizing myself, and I'm living, I'm living the way that, I'm living the way that a human should, not the way that a doctor thinks. And this, should. this is what doctors hate. I'm taking control of my health. I've, I've taken control of my. This health. is what doctors hate: is people actually being so efficient that they don't have to ever see a doctor again. Because there's no money in that. Oh, Doctor London, give me fifty dollars. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess now's the time, honestly, to say uh, thank you to our guest. Thank you to Chris. Thank you so much um, for having me. Yeah, is there uh, any way for fans of you or um, anyone you're a fan of that you want to give a shout out here? Well, if, if my name were Nathan, and I know it's not, you could hypothetically check out some of my, um, an upcoming podcast that I'm launching with my uh, good friend Chris Revel called the Podcasters of Podcasting Series. Oh, uh, probably look for that come the start of September. So sweet. Yeah, we will look forward to that. Thank you, Chris, once again for being on. Uh, thank you to our producer, Cameron. Thank you to just on the host. they keep trying to cancel these celebrities like uh there's this um there's this guy who's like sort of the ultimate funny guy and he's like this guy uh, his name's john wayne gacy and like every he's, he's a clown it's like the funniest thing you can be and everyone's getting on to him about it like like i guess he tweeted some, i don't know it was before t- tweeting was a thing i think so like maybe he just said something bad somewhere you know, it's the same. It's the same bullshit every time. A guy makes one, one mistake. He makes one mistake, and suddenly he can't. He can't be a clown anymore. He can't do. He can't. He can't live his life. can't he can't be a clown anymore he can't do he can't he can't live his life